Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the What's the Point podcast today. Um, today is a very special day. I'm um, joined by two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. So excited to have them. Um, I'm Lawrence Hugh, the lead pastor of Waypoint Church, and here's two of my favorite people. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm Megan Klingler, the director of children's ministry here at Waypoint. I'm Marley Thompson, and I coordinate buddy ministry alongside Megan, and I did not know I was one of Lawrence's favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a special place. Um, you'll cherish that title in your heart for a while there, Marley. Yes. <laughs> In all seriousness, in all honesty, these are two of my favorite people. I'm so excited to have them here today. We're going to share today about a topic that's dear to all of our hearts. And um, one of the most exciting things, in my opinion, about Waypoint Church is something called the Buddy Ministry. So I'm going to start off by asking that question, what is the Buddy Ministry? So um, Buddy Ministry is a way for families of children with special needs and children with special needs. And um, we hope adults and um yeah, anyone with special needs, to have a person that comes alongside them to serve that family and that individual in whatever way they need. So um, sometimes that looks like someone going into the classroom and being there one-on-one, and sometimes that looks like maybe um, coming to the service with that person and just um, being there for them and helping them navigate being at Waypoint and helping them grow in their relationship with the Lord because we cannot undersell what... um, individuals special needs are capable of understanding so especially with the holy spirit that's awesome that's awesome so how does buddy ministry fit into children's ministry at waypoint well currently our kids and we it's only kids in buddy ministry right now we don't have any adults currently in it but uh, we have buddies that partner and are part of waypoint kids with their um, child who's involved with buddy ministry so it's all folded together to help them um, participate and experience god mm-hmm. Yeah. And one other way, too, is that, you know, we want to equip the teachers and the kids that are in the classroom and the families that um, may or may not have special, a child with special needs. And so um, that's another way it kind of folds into kids ministry is just being able to equip everyone that's involved. That's awesome. And I, I love buddy ministry, obviously. Um, you, we'll get into why I love buddy ministry so much <laughs> at Waypoint here. So I love this idea. This sounds incredible. What an amazing um, ministry to have as a part of a church. Where did this come from? How did body ministry get started? Where's the kind of the impetus of all of this? Yeah. So in 2017, I believe, um, I graduated with my master's in social work. And um, Lawrence and Gina asked me to nanny for them. And I was like, eh. But then I went for it. <laughs> and God used it in just an amazing way to teach me about the value and just how amazing children with special needs are. Um, because Josiah, Lawrence and Gina's son, has autism, and they're very open about that. So <laughs> um, we are, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Gina had bought a book, I think, that was called like Autism in Your Church, and I just started looking through it, and um, just kind of seeing what it had in it, and it really opened my eyes to how deep this need was and I opened I think Lawrence and Gina's eyes as well and so um I guess while I was needing I started meeting with at the time the children's ministry director Diane at the time and we just started kind of brainstorming like what does this look like and just kind of started with um what yeah what the needs were at that time based on the families that were present with us um and started seeing who was interested and then it just kind of rolled from there and it's 
still in progress, but, you know, we created an online presence because um, I talked to a couple people that said that was really important because children, uh, families of children with special needs will look online before they go try church. And so, um, yeah, just things like that came about and then we got materials and now it's just continuing to see um, who comes and who has needs and who we can help. The awesome thing about Marley is that book that Gina and I bought on special needs children in the church, uh, we bought it. Neither of us actually opened the book (laughs) yet at that point. (laughs) The book was sitting on our counter and Marley took it upon herself to be the first one to open and read the book. That's awesome. So we appreciate that about you, Marley. Well, thank goodness for nap time because I think that was when I would do it. Is I would like Josiah would go take a nap and I would open it up and see what was going on in that book. And then it was now I still have it. <laughs> so you awesome. probably should give it back. No, no, no. It's in the right hands. It's in the right hands. <laughs> so um Megan, in, in regards to um, buddy ministry in the church, uh, children's ministry. What are what are the goals of buddy ministry? What are some of the values and goals of buddy ministry in the church? So I'll read you off our mission statement, which is to advance the kingdom of God on earth by loving, including, and discipling individuals of all abilities by teaching the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's not super different from what we want to do for every kid in kids ministry, or even as a church with adults, as we want to. Um, love and support and disciple and include our our people. Um, So that rings true for buddy ministry. And so some of our values are purpose. We believe everyone has purpose. Um, Imago Dei, we believe that everyone is created in the image of God, people of all abilities. Mm. We want to be a place of inclusivity and acceptance for all people. Um, We want our um, buddies and our people in general at Waypoint, but also people directly involved with these kids to have a knowledge and understanding of um, these these children's needs. And we want to create an accessible gospel for these kids and these families. Mm. I love that. So for me personally, on a, on a very personal level, um, my wife has not been able to really, prior to buddy ministry, not been able to worship. You know, uh, even if she had to worship, she had to figure out some sort of way for somebody to watch the side because in kids ministry, while we have some of the best kids ministry volunteers and amazing teachers, it was just harder. As Josiah got older, um, harder for some of these teachers and the students to um, deal together in class and behavior and his idiosyncrasies and his quirks and all this kind of stuff. So it became harder and harder. So it became more and more necessary for Gina to miss worship service and to attend children's ministry alongside Josiah. Mm-hmm. But then with the start of buddy ministry, it freed Gina to be able to to know that there's somebody that's just alongside Josiah that knows him, that he trusts, that um, can help him, like, you know, hey, you know, help him with the drawings, helping with the sitting, the crafts. Um, this is a time where we do this. This is a time where we don't do when he's socially not quite aware of how to interact at times. It was so freeing for her to be able to worship. And for me as a pastor, not have to worry when I'm about to preach my Sunday morning service, is my son going to go running around? Is there going to be issues <laughs> going on? Um, how freeing it was for us um, to have Buddy Ministry. It was such a blessing, such a relief. And um, I know part of the impetus of well as this is that Gina and I, when we, right before we bought that book, is we read a, I read a blog post from another person talking um, about a special needs ministry in the church saying, I haven't been to worship in seven years. Yeah, and so that really just broke my heart. There, there's a group of people yeah. out there who just have not enjoyed worship and corporate body together. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it just it was so freeing for Gina and I. So I just, I mean, we just love it so much. 
Yeah, and to add to that, um, just that testimony of that individual, um, I think it's like 85% of families that have a child with special needs, that can be special health care needs or developmental needs, um, they are unchurched. So there was an article I read that um, one of the pastors like categorized them as an unreached people group, mm. which is kind of convicting that, and so many families just feel indirectly rejected because many churches just don't have the resources. And so, yeah, we just, just based on those kinds of testimonials, it's like we needed to be equipped. And so, yeah. I love that. I mean, you just, something that I almost got goosebumps right now just hearing that there's 85% are unchurched. Um, that's almost an unreached people group. And then, you know, they just feel not reached by the church. And there's no opportunity for them to come to church because I think for them, and that we've created a place, even though we don't have the best resources in all the world, <laughs> Um, we've created a place that we have, I think, the best resources. We have saints and passionate believers of Jesus who are willing to, to put forth the effort and the work, mm-hmm. um, be led by the Spirit to do something like this, yeah. um, to f- help people out. Can you give me an example of what, what does it look like in that every, like, uh, like just say I came in with, well, I mean, obviously I have a child. <laughs> For somebody else, maybe. Yeah. Somebody who else who has a child with special needs, maybe who's six years old mm-hmm. and says, I want to I wanna check this out. I want to come to the Waypoint because this is a place that I have a need for. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like? Yeah, there's like a couple st- – I mean, there's an ideal way it would look where, you know, maybe they would go online and there's actually a form they can fill out on the Waypoint website and tell us about their child and then you know our hope would be that we would get to meet them before coming um, especially children that um, might have difficulty adjusting and just be able to either Megan or myself or someone that could show them around and show them the classroom and just let them get familiar with the environment and then something we've tried to do is create for each child a little like almost like about me for like a one page um informational sheet about each child that can be kind of given to whoever's working with them, whether it's the teachers in the classroom or, um, and with the parents' permission, of course, um, or the, and the buddy. So they can have a reference sheet of just like this child's strengths, um, this child, their, the parents' desires for the child in the ministry, um, and in church. And it's got some of their challenges and ways to navigate it, things they like, um, and so like ideally it would look like kind of following those steps and then getting um, them set up with kind of a team of buddies, which um, is kind of one of the things that makes this ministry unique is it requires a high volume of volunteers at this point um, for because each because we were one service church, you know, you can't miss service every week to be the child's buddy necessarily. So we have ideally like three or four individuals per child um, at this point right now. It might change shape. So, yeah, that's kind of, and you can. Yeah, and I would add too, um, it's awesome when we can get some information beforehand, but you can still come and we will still do our best to support you Mm -hmm. on your, definitely on your first Sunday. I mean, Mm -hmm. every Sunday, but, um, (laughs) but we do want to get that information because we know that every kid with special needs is different. Mm -hmm. Um, That goes back to our value of Imago Day. Everyone's created individually and perfectly Mm -hmm. um, as God intended. And so uh, we just want to serve our kids best. So Mm -hmm. we want to get as much information as possible so that we can love them well. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So it sounds like then um, there's a need for as many volunteers as possible, especially as this is an area that we want to grow in as a church. Uh, This is a passion that's in the kind of the heartbeat of our church right now. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then so who who would make ideal volunteer? 
Mm-hmm. How do you volunteer? And uh, what what, does, what should they know? What should volunteers know? Potential volunteers know. So um, you have to be at least sixteen to volunteer as a buddy, and you have to be a member of Waypoint Church. Um, beyond that, you know, we hope you have some compassion and <laughs> patience, and um, you love kids and people with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we believe most people can be a buddy. I think it's a really enriching experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do get to know one child well. So like mm-hmm. Marley said, um, there's like a team of buddies per child. And so we want you to have the same buddy to create relationship there and, and keep some consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that what Megan was saying, like the willingness and the compassion are, if they're there, that's really, really beneficial. You don't have to be an OT or a speech therapist or have experience. Um, I mean, that's great if you do, but you know, we can we'll take you all. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take <laughs> all of you, but as long as you're teachable and willing. Um, and then also if you're not sure if you're comfortable with that, you know, Waypoint Kids could use more mm-hmm. but yes, min- yes. Um, volunteers, and that frees up some of the volunteers that exist who want to be part of Buddy Ministry to be able to move over to Buddy Ministry. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, and I would say too, um, if you're a little nervous, like unsure what you would do in a certain situation, that's what Marley and myself and the mm-hmm. weekly coach are there for. Like mm-hmm. you're not an island on your own, <laughs> um, and the you know the child's parents. Um, it's all it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all work together. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about Waypoint is we truly believe that discipleship is not just the parent's responsibility mm-hmm. honestly in the bible it, it it really is it never makes it seem like it's just the parents it's it's always been a communal thing mm-hmm. like we raise each other's kids and that's the what this kind of very intentional in the bible it's very been communal and i love this about because right now full disclosure both megan and marley were both <laughs> instrumental in helping raise josiah <laughs> <laughs> and so they were both, um, so the, Josiah is, is, is obsessed with them and loves them both because they're so uh, instrumental in his life. We're and also obsessed with him. Yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> for us, like my, Gina and I, that's such a relief and such a such a burden off of us that we're not the only ones called to disciple them. Mm-hmm. We have people like Marley and Megan. I mean, it's so incredible that they're going to help us disciple my son and my, my, my children. And that's what the beautiful thing about Waypoint is that for all of you who are listening, your kids are our kids if you remember Waypoint and mm-hmm. and we're also their parents mm-hmm. you know um, and so the, I love that I love this element of communal family re- rearing together mm-hmm. you know so that because me and Gia don't have all the answers and we also have our blind spots and we also have not ability to do everything but oh but here comes Megan to fill the void and here comes mm-hmm. Marley to fill the void and so for those of you who are considering volunteering I want you to know that it is these kids in our church are your responsibility too. Mm-hmm. As a member of Waypoint Church, you're committing to becoming a part of the family mm-hmm. and you're committing to care about these children like they're your children. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to, to ask God where, you, where he's leading you into volunteering and helping and raising your children, raising our children together. Mm-hmm. And can I just be real with you? When I see graduations happening, when I see our kids getting older, I, for me as a pastor, as a part of this family, the smile on my face and the pride I have in my heart as these kids get baptized, profess to know the Lord, serve the Lord, love the Lord, and do incredible things, that's what we all get to be partaking in together. Mm-hmm. you know. And for those of you who are childrenless or barren, I want you to know that you're not. You're not childless. You have children in this church family together. Mm-hmm. you know. And those of you who feel like you're alone, you have a family here. And so partake in that be be a part of that you know Mm -hmm. i just think that's so cool that we get to have that as a church family Mm -hmm. um and i'm just gonna go on while i'm I'm on a roll here while while, 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 while i'm ranting and talking a lot here 
Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be, for, for me, one of the biggest, most moving things for me is that I know when my kids come here, I think in most situations when kids kind of go to church, it's almost like a childcare. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's almost, it's like, um, you know, uh, just be babysat for a little bit, mm-hmm. entertain them for a little bit, make sure. And I think at Waypoint, our, our incredible children's direct minister, our incredible volunteers, our coaches and our teachers, they're just so intentional. I was saying, no, no, this is not, we're not going to waste this opportunity we have with these kids. Mm-hmm. We want them to know, one, that they're loved, mm-hmm. that they're called to purpose, that Jesus loves them. And if they get nothing out of it, they'll, they'll know that this is a safe place to be but also that they're adored and god loves them and they can hear about the bible and get the word into them i just i just so love the fact that this is so intentional this is an intentional ministry here um and the buddy ministry is a big part of that now right now currently in our buddy ministry how many how many people are have have partaken how many kids have been a part of that i i think it's been about three Three? Yeah. yeah Lawrence is whispering names <laughs> and then counting off on his... Four or five, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all... I think what makes it challenging is we've, they've been served in different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, real, like, formally through buddy ministry and some informally because there's a lot of people that have come alongside some individuals with special needs that aren't really getting, like, the credit because they just do it. They just mm-hmm. do it out of the um, mm-hmm. their willingness and That's right. There's informally. That's official, official program. I think so. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. And so, and another, like you're saying, that's really cool about this ministry when you have the opportunity to serve these other families is, you know, caregiver burnout is a very real Mm, thing. And many families that have a child or adult with special needs in their family, they get tired and exhausted. And to be able to kind of allow... Um, to allow this family, kind of like Lawrence was saying, to be able to just go and enjoy the service. Um, and, you know, sometimes they have to get called back and that happens with all of our kids. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just being able to provide that re- respite for them for a little while is such an important part of this ministry that gives them the energy to go back to their children. Yeah. You know, and I would say, um, Lawrence, you've shared the things you've received from having a child in buddy ministry, but... It's also like society would have you think that people with special needs are only receiving, but that couldn't be Mm -hmm. farther from the truth. Like our kids and our families who are involved in buddy ministry are really important parts of um, the full picture of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, They have gifts that they are enriching our church body with, like um, a certain someone named Josiah is the most sunshine (laughs) to everybody. He just brings the sunshine on a Sunday. Um, And I have learned from all our parents who have kids um, with special needs and how they shared with me what God has taught them and continues to teach them and how God is sanctifying them. Um, And thinking about someone who isn't even officially part of buddy ministry, but Mm -hmm. serves with like intense tenacity um, every Sunday with, with this child who doesn't have a family that goes to church. Um, it's just really cool to see how this is all part of God's plan um, for all people. Like the coming kingdom will be all people. And that's not just race and socioeconomic status, which is what we often think of, but also people of all abilities. Mm-hmm. That's a good reminder. <laughs> so for me, um, just on the, kind of an emotional level here, and I'm being a little teared up, I'm just, just going to be honest thinking about this, is um. 
as a parent of somebody on special needs, it's 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 one of those situations where it's almost like you don't talk about it, and it's something that like just not kind of unheard or unsaid or unspoken about, and you act like everything's normal. But the reality is, it's just it's just difficult. You know, little things are difficult. Going to church is difficult, and so the fact that we can be a place that we can bring forth a topic that's difficult. But saying, you know, we know it's difficult, we can feel alongside you and help you along the process does such a wonder and work in my heart. But I also know that from speaking with you guys, as as, as people who've been working with children, on, 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 um, um, uh, and special needs children and exceptional children and all this kind of stuff, uh, what, I, what I love seeing is hearing from you guys how much you receive out of it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, even, even on our, in, our, in our church, is when we get emails from parents talking about, you know, that from parents of uh, kids who need buddies, mm-hmm. what they get out of it. Or even, like, we have a, a, a young youth person who's 17 now mm-hmm. who is a buddy. Mm-hmm. And when she shares with me, like, what the joys for her being a buddy, to me, it's just like, I just love the fact that this kind of, like, holistic ministry works mm-hmm. together, comes together, and brings a family and all of it together. It's just mm-hmm. so wonderful. Yeah. I love I love this ministry so, so very much. And I think it makes me think of, too, like the ministry that goes beyond Waypoint. So just, you know, equipping the all the kids and all the families in Waypoint kids to be able to go, you know, to their school mm. and to be able to um, have a view of all people, of all abilities that represents the way God views us, that um, God has purpose in all these abilities and that they can go to their, yeah, their classrooms and they can be a light or an just really care for those kids mm. that are in their classrooms or might visit their classrooms um, or the kids in their neighborhood. And to be able to have conversations with your kids is really important too. So there's a blog post a while ago about that if you need some more <laughs> input on that. Well, that's actually a good thing I'll plug right now. There was a blog post that Marley wrote a while ago. If you look on the Waypoint blogs, you'll see it. <laughs> so you can look back. Maybe I'll get um, Erica to repost them, share, share, share it again, <laughs> and put it up up closer again, so you guys can take a read. read. Uh, it's an incredible blog and piece written about buddy ministry. Um, Marla, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If what would you say to like, there's like people in our church who have f- family and friends mm-hmm. who live in this area who they're they're part of that unchurched group because they were connected to a church, but they have a child with special needs and just mm-hmm. they just haven't been churched. Yeah. Would you would you, do you think we're ready to encourage them to invite them to Waypoint Church, mm-hmm. or would you say? Wait a little bit, or would you say come and then we'll find the volunteers? Um, that's a really good question because I'm torn in many directions. Because um, I don't want anyone to feel passively rejected by our um, our church because we really do want to include them. Um, I would say bring them with expectations that we're going to do our best to meet their needs. Mm. Um, and we're going to, God has been faithful thus far in providing what's needed for the children that are here. And so we're going to just keep praying and being faithful that whoever God brings to our church will provide the resources and the volunteers for that. Um, and, and just, yeah, and talk with, and be, and be open and transparent too about what we are capable of right now, because, um, we don't want to give them an expectation that cannot be met necessarily, but again, relying on God's faithfulness, we can trust that, um, we're going to do our best to provide. Yeah. Being director of children's ministry, um, Part of the struggle is filling the spots <laughs> for our teachers, um, but God has always been faithful to fill the spots. Mm-hmm. Like, it works itself out, um, and so it's certainly taught me a lot about trusting God, um, even with something like 
just having someone to teach our kids on Sunday morning. And so the, the same thing holds true for buddy ministry. Like God's going to provide. And so we make it work, you know? <laughs> I love that answer because you, the reality is we're not overpromising. We're not saying we're the best and best solution for everybody, bring it all on. What we're saying is if God calls you here, mm-hmm. you know, if God brings you here, this is maybe this is a place for you. We'll do the best. And he, he'll provide the strength and the spirit and the, he'll provide the people mm-hmm. that, need, that we need to meet your needs. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not the flashiest and we're not the the best, most resource. But you know what? God has given us so many amazing volunteers. And this is a shout out to all our buddy ministers, ministry people, volunteers, and all our children's ministry volunteers. You guys have been faithful. You guys have been incredible. I mean, I don't think you can get praised enough. We thank you so much for your consistency, your passion, your dedication, um, your love for our children, your love for the church. Um, thank you. And please keep going. Keep on going. Get a renewed passion and fire for the ministry. Mm-hmm. I know this has been an extended break where we haven't been meeting, but we're going to come back together soon. And we're going to be, we want to come back running in buddy ministry, running in children's mm-hmm. ministry because our kids need it. They've been separate for so long and they need mm-hmm. to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to add to that, um, the buddy ministry volunteers, all the volunteers, but the buddy ministry volunteers, um, from my experience, have just been so flexible mm-hmm. and willing to realize this is a new ministry, really. Um, it's a growing, developing ministry, and and just to be flexible with how we're learning as we go a little bit. Um, and so I've really appreciated that, their willingness and flexibility. Awesome. So any any last words to people who might be interested? Let's do two, two different parts, quotes here. People who are interested, possibly like, should I be a body volunteer? Should I get involved in this ministry? So what would you say to those people who are thinking about this right now? Come talk to us. We'll we'll tell you more about it. We'll fu- we'll talk about what your fears are, what your hesitancies are, um, what your strengths are, and how we can possibly help make those just a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah, and if you become a buddy and decide maybe this isn't the best place for me, that's totally fine. Yeah. You will have come out with some training mm-hmm. on working with kids with special needs, and maybe you could just transition to being a teacher in the kids ministry um or in being involved in another place in the church that's great and what would you say then to parents like myself even Mm -hmm. who maybe are have been fearful of going to church Mm -hmm. um because honestly they're they're a little embarrassed Mm -hmm. they don't want to be called out of service all the time or they don't want to have the reputation of you're that parent Mm -hmm. yeah so i would say that you know give it a shot come and know that and and look at the church before you're going to go as far as like see what their online presence is and if they have anything and know that um yes we are striving to be inclusive and do all those values that Megan said but there's a variety of people that come and um some may just not quite understand yet or have a blind spot um and um we're all learning and so um coming giving it a shot and um and telling telling us if you have concerns if there's things that have happened that have been hurtful um we want to we want to know that so we can we can work through it and we can learn from it um because you know even Megan and I working with kids with special needs we still have blind spots I'm sure that we mm-hmm. need to have our eyes open to and so the families that are on the front lines are the ones that can tell us like hey you know this this didn't go the way I'd expected today. And, and then we can problem, try to troubleshoot it. Um, so yeah, I'd say look online first, maybe check it out. <laughs> and then, um, but also maybe, yeah, and, and come. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love, Marley, that you mentioned um, we're open to your feedback. Like we want your feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we know every kid is different too. So mm-hmm. that's really important. Um, I would also say just to kind of reiter- reiterate our purpose, um, in kids ministry, Pastor Eric has reminded me often, and I have to remind myself often, you can go really far with programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is not, programming is not the goal of kids ministry or buddy ministry. So, you know, we could measure success by whether or not you were able to stay in the service the whole time and we didn't have to come pull you out. Or we could measure success by, did we get to show this kid the love of Jesus? Did we get to support this family? Did we get to share a Bible story or help this kid um, be part of worship with um, their class? Mm -hmm. And so that's our goal. Like at at its core, we just want to support families. We just want to help kids um, who may have some challenges in a typical classroom to be able to experience God and um, for families to be able to experience God as well. And there's no shame. I know that's something that's hard mm-hmm. to live with mm-hmm. is and hard to believe is that we're, there's no judgment. There's mm-hmm. no shame. Each child is different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is going to sound weird, but like our kids in our children's ministry need kids who are different. Mm-hmm. They need to learn, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they need to learn that, you know, if somebody is being disruptive in class, you know, and they mm-hmm. need to learn how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And they know how to be gracious to that. Mm-hmm. And you're depriving our other children of that experience. Mm-hmm. And please, I'm not just like, you're depriving other children. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so beneficial to have a full body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, to speak to the parents that have maybe already been hurt mm-hmm. and the families that have already been hurt by a church, um, maybe it was something like a, a stare or a or words or something um just know that again not everyone has the quite the understanding that um surface level behavior there's usually a lot underneath there's a and that you don't that you don't know and so people are learning that and so waypoint two we're trying to kind of as a congregation i help people understand that so like in our powerpoint pre-service when we're in person um there's a blurb about like sometimes people make noises it could be a baby that cries it could be a sneeze or it could be someone with special needs that's getting dysregulated or maybe they're just super excited um and so just realizing that it is a joyful noise and we're going to do our best to just you know let whoever's with that person handle it and we will you know just let them make the choices that they're going to make um and to try to avoid hurting anyone but if there's been hurt then um yeah that's hard to work yeah Well, everybody, I'm so glad you're here. Megan, Marley, I really appreciate you guys so much. Not just for being here today, but for the ministry that you guys are leading here, this buddy ministry. Um, you guys know how much you guys, of my heart, I, I love, with all my heart, I love you guys. And thank you so much for what you guys are doing. And um, yeah, this is some, something very near and dear to me. For all you listening, you know, get involved. Um, we, need all, we need the whole body. And for those of you who are listening who are not part of Waypoint Church, we'd love for you to come experience us. If you feel, if you're part of that family who has a special needs child, who's, who felt, who's part of that outcast group, if you will, if you feel like you're the ones who can't fit in in church, we'd love for you to come and try. Give us a chance. Uh, once again, we're not perfect, but we'd love to minister in any way possible. Thank you guys so much for listening to the What's the Point podcast. I hope you're having a great day. God bless you.